From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer Pucks Out podcast. Check them out every Thursday for bingo and Tuesday for singos. Check out their socials on Facebook and Twitter to be kept up all the be kept up to date on all their events. I've got the uh, what is it called the llama the llama lager today. Uh, I don't know if I've had this one oh, yet. Nice. It's been in my fridge I, for a bit. I may have had it had it once. I just snagged uh, you know a six pack out of the fridge, well, and it good. happened to be the the uh, the ten year again, the ten year anniversary. So that's what Ooh, uh, I'm I'm nice. rocking with today. You know, you, you always just assume, Bob, that we're cracking open this cold beer. Well, what maybe what like how do you know that I haven't started keeping my beers warm? You know what I'm saying? Like I've just acquired hey, a new taste for it. Old British style. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my my brother uh, Jackson has a buddy that, or I, he did have a buddy. I'm sure he's since parted ways since the. But the, he would like come to like a bonfire. <laughs> He'd like come to like a bonfire with like a 12 pack, and he would set his 12 pack by the fire. And so people thinking, oh, let me be nice and move it away from the fire he got upset he likes his beer warmed up i'm like you're a psycho that's like, that's hot beer that's, see I, I get room i get somebody might liking room temp but that's psychopath behavior that's, wanting hot that's beer. you we gotta we gotta call somebody he's heating it up he's boiling he's boiling out out some particles to let the devil in right. that thing okay you know what i'm saying or like, or you know what's happened is too many times people have snuck his beers and he's like, no mm. more. No one wants mm. to take no a hot more. beer. He's like, I'm going to acquire a new taste for like extremely yeah. hot beer. It were to the point where he doesn't even enjoy it, but he enjoys yeah. knowing that other people also cannot enjoy it. That's the key, I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I mean, Some it's people still just like the, watching the world burn. It's still right. It's still the same, right? It's still, <laughs> we're going to see a, a Netflix documentary about this guy. Like he on par with Jeffrey Dahmer at some point. Like, yeah, yeah. well, and it's not going to be, well, no, I never saw it coming. He's such a nice, it's going to be, no, it was pretty much immediate when I heard he heated up his beer. I yeah. was, yeah, I was done with him. So <laughs> I guess we should fit check, yeah. right? It'll, Sorry. I just, yeah, fit check. No, you got, I got the Grizz hat and just a Hawaiian shirt on today, man. I'm just feeling loosey goosey today. Loosey goosey. Uh, yeah, just the, uh, just the plaid. You know, shirt. I like to feel. I like to feel sometimes like, oh man, that guy works with his hands. I don't at all, but I like people <laughs> to think that. And so, you know, that's why I'm, I'm rocking this bad boy. And then we got Easter coming up, right? Good Friday. I'm off to, uh, off on Friday. Got that that Easter Preds hat on. Here we go. Ooh, we got nice. a good, nice look yeah. on it. So, um, yeah, man. So just uh, just keeping it keeping it chill. How you been doing nice, this week? Dude. I think we uh, skipped. Well, I think we skipped that for the fit. Yeah, show. I think we. Yeah, well, so excited. Uh, to doing get to well, the man. Uh, went went uh, went and saw the new uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie last night with the wife. Sick, it was sick. such a good movie. Such a good movie. Really I heard enjoyed it. Was it. good. Yeah. Uh, how about you, dude? Yeah, man. Doing uh, doing pretty good. Had a super low key weekend. Like I really wanted to. Um, you know, Stephanie went uh, across the across the street to her aunt's house for uh for a cousin's wedding shower. At you know, after the the wedding shower portion, she hit me up. She's like, "Hey, they got drinks. You know, people are taking shots and having fun. You want to come over?" And I was just, I was like, "No, uh, you know, like no offense to all you guys <laughs> or anything, but absolutely not, dude. I'm still recovering from my not a vacation vacation a few days ago." Yeah. So. Uh, so kept yeah. it low key. Played, uh, you know, played a bunch of Xbox. Watched, watched some of the games. Um, yeah, man, just keeping it, keeping it super, super yeah. chill. Yeah. So earlier this week, uh, uh, the wife and I and uh, the, uh, her parents and the sister in law and uh, her husband we went to the uh, the wine festival at the Pred, the Bridgestone Arena oh, nice. uh, by the Preds, and I got real toasty. 
Yeah, you like, called me. A good and then bit. I called like, you back. Yeah, oh, you called I? me. Yeah, you called me, and I called you back. Like it was like ten or fifteen minutes later. I think we were eating or something, and I was like, "Hey, bud, what's up?" And you said, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I was like, "You called." You're like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "What's <laughs> up, man?" He was like, "You started asking people like, why did I call Brandon? Like, why did I call him? Like, I dude, it's all good." I was like, "It's it's it's cool, man." Like, I probably I, I I think I oh you know what I was trying to think of the name and I remember now I remember now because I also I called you and D Harris. Because I was trying to remember the name of the liquor that he got us at that bar, Malort. Oh, Malort. And I yeah. couldn't remember it to save my life. And Malort. so I left him a voice, but like, bro, what's the name of that? And he just sent me a message like, the name of the liquor is Malort. <laughs> uh, yeah. I but yeah, so I... they, they were giving out like tasters of not just wine, but liquor. So the first one we go to, it's a tequila place. We, I was like, all right, I'll get a little taster of tequila. Their taster of tequila was a two and a, a, two and a half ounce pour. That's not a taster. That's, that's a, a full shot. shot. A big yeah, shot. That's a big shot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, and so, a, like, obviously, I'm like, have okay. a taster. You mean, like, what people buy when they already know they like it? <laughs> that's yeah. not a taster. And so I'm like, just like, all right. But then I see my I see my father-in-law just take it to the dome. I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're doing this tonight. So, right. like, we're, well, si- we're six things in. six, well, And I'm already, like, eight shots deep of tequila. Let's be <laughs> fair, though. The difference is, is that. Brett at any time can just cut it off. He can just be like, oh, I'm done. After you've taken that first shot, Bobby, you are committed to a lifestyle that night. Okay. So let's not yeah. pretend. Well, like yeah. And I looked over to, I looked over to my bro. Oh, like, yeah. oh, like, oh, we're going for it tonight, Brett. Like, no, Brett's just going to stop drinking when appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked at my brother-in-law, Nate, and I was like, all right, dude, I guess we're doing this. And, and, and of course, like, there's also food thing. And all the, like, the girls and stuff, they want to stop and try all these different foods. I'm like, no, I know what cheese tastes like. I'm good. Right. I, right. I know I, what, like, so I'm like, let Brett already messed me up. So we we already the had the yeah. shot. You've locked down a choice for yeah. this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I make friends, you know, because just like you, I make friends where I go. So I, like, made friends with a couple of the beer vendors there. And instead of tasters, they just, one, one just gave me a six-pack right here. You can have the six-pack. I'm like, all right. So I'm drinking yeah. beers and then we get to the inner circle, which is all wine. We take three tasters of wine and I look at Nate. And I'm like, all right, we could waste our time with wine that we know when like, we're not big wine guys. Well, we could do right. another lap of, of, uh, of tequila and whiskey. Yeah. And so that, we that just sounds like the, the wine, call. did another lap. That, that sounds, that sounds uh, like the yeah. move. Yeah, I got, uh, got pretty toasty. And then on the ride home, I was like, you know what I'm craving? And this is like a solid midnight when I am like, some some chicken parm. You think Olive Garden's open? The whole car was like, no. I'm, <laughs> Olive Garden's Olive definitely. Garden, I'm like, uh, maybe. You never know. Olive Garden. Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden. You're asking people like breadsticks, like, oh, like, so- uh, salad. <laughs> the only thing standing in my way from chicken parm right now is the people around me that don't want to go to Olive Garden <laughs> late night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you imagine? Can, let, let's just for a second take your idea and say it's legit. What? type of people do you think that olive garden would have post <laughs> when when double digits hit when 10 o'clock hits like <laughs> that's gotta be a different crowd right like that you're gonna i have, assume yeah. it's almost like the venn diagram becomes like a circle with like the ihop people but they don't want the breakfast crowd. food they want right. they want the same crowd but they just have a different flavor <laughs> that they want that night well, see, and that's why I'm a steak and shake guy. That's why that's my late night go to. Is like, yeah. yeah, I can get a, normally, get a yeah. to- toaster or yeah. uh, you know, like a melt or something at Waffle House. But like that's their secondary. They want to hit me up with a good yeah. waffle. Whereas steak and shake is like, dude, I want to get you this dope burger and a dope shake. Yeah. And that's what we do. Oh, by the way, did I mention that we have the best fries in the entire industry, bro? So not I mean wrong. steak and not shake, wrong. hands hands. Yeah. Up. But we, and we, it's very rare that I'm like Drunk, like I want chicken parmesan. Yes, <laughs> Megan. Megan, we know what you're doing when we when you get home. Okay, whip it up. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, my wife, Megan. Uh, call, Megan got a hold of my mom, and like, so we we well, I went to her place last night, and she made chicken parm because she was like, "I'm not making this. Your mom can make you some chicken parm." I'm like, "Let's go." Uh, Always, but all right, yeah, let's, girl, uh, let's. We should move, move on. Right? News. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Oh, we're going to have a short episode. Quick adventure in and out. Two minutes, ten minutes, and we're just now getting to the news. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, More teams have clinched a uh, a playoff spot in the NHL. Uh, The wild card is tight. Uh, especially in the West right it's now. Start. 
Um, so I'm trying to see what uh, we've. So we we this a lot of this is covering. I think this is the East hasn't changed much, but no. in the West a lot has changed because last week I don't think any team was clinched officially no, last no. week in the West. We had no. Clinches. Now we've got Colorado, Every- Dallas, and Minnesota. <clears throat> yeah. No. No division. And we got Vegas, yet. Edmonton, and L.A. No divisional clinches yeah. at this point um, in the West. Still purely just uh, just the the three Central and the three Pacific just the X's, teams not have the clinched totally. Yeah, just X. No Y's yet. Yeah, no Y's. So, um, yeah. but uh, you got a couple um, of, of shuffling people. I mean, the Preds are somehow they're just, mathematically yeah. still in, in in this a very low percentage after uh, a, after beating Vegas last night. With uh, or two nights ago, uh, yeah, I think it was last night. Just absolutely insane that they are at this still pace in and it. They are just they're you, we know they're going to sneak in, right? Like it's it at this point because they they can't lose properly. Well, they got they it, it, it's Seattle's to lose. They have seventy seven games played with ninety four points there, um, and then see, Winnipeg has seventy seven games played with eighty nine points. Uh, right below that is Calgary, seventy eight games with eighty seven points, and Nashville. With seventy-seven games and eighty-six points, so still there, yeah. still mathematically possible. I think that uh, I think that the Seattle the, the Seattle Kraken clinched their first playoff berth, and I think that Winnipeg's right there with them. I think that uh, Calgary has had a rough season. Um, I, I'm more hopefulness on the Preds because our luck they will slide in and we'll get beat a beat four games in a four game skid by whoever we play. Yeah, well. Um, of our five games remaining, we've got one against Winnipeg and one, one against Calgary. Those two games, I mean, if the Preds somehow sneak out a win, two wins on the road, then next thing you know, they leapfrog and they might. And now they have a hard schedule, which is good for people like us, I think, who want them to miss the playoffs. We get pick. They got Carolina uh, tomorrow night, then Winnipeg, Calgary, then Minnesota and Colorado. I mean, that is a tough yeah. schedule. It's tough, I mean, but it's hockey I down think the they, stretch. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, that's the problem. You got to think Colorado might be resting players at the time, because um, that that's a postponement game. So that's a little, like they didn't think they'd be playing that late in the season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but knowing the Preds, they'll somehow make it in by one point. A uh, lot more, um, but right, disparity in the. I was just going to say a lot more disparity in the East. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. So mm-hmm. we can we can move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ovi has now spent half of his life playing for the Capitals. I don't have the exact days, but it's like 6,700 days um, as of today that he has been a Capitals player, which matches uh, the days of that he was has been alive that he wasn't a Capitals player, which is that's insane. That I that's mean, awesome. he's still, and still, if, you know, someone who can, you know, if it wouldn't be surprised if he like if he comes out next season completely healthy and somehow gets you know like a rocket richard or some crazy or something like that i mean you're still an absolute baller in this league yeah i mean uh where, where is he sitting at goals wise this year do we know i mean i'm sure he's doing all right uh, for i himself. can pull that up let's see um Maybe i think he's let's see goaltending leaders complete leaders um where are you the, that's goaltending i'm not i don't i'm looking Uh, probably yeah, because I clicked on goaltending. I need to go to the goals leader. There yeah, we go. yeah, I was gonna I say mean, he's probably you at what, said thirty-five. I would assume. Um, he is not on uh, Alex Ovechkin. He is at forty-two. He is number 42. eight on the list right now. Forty-two. So maybe I am forty goal score. Okay, I'm, I just skipped right over him. Okay, so he's still on track for the the record that we were talking about. He definitely needed to hit yeah. forty goals. Uh, still on that. So forty goal scorer is uh, yeah. value, valued asset in this league. I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah. Anytime Preseason, soon. I thought he'd hit fifty, and I mean forty two is getting pretty close. I mean, yeah, five we games still got left. a few I mean, games that's the thing with He could pop out a hat. He could pop out a hat trick. At Washington has been down seven or something. Washington's been down a bit this year as well. So um, yeah. not where they have have normally been. So I, I, you know. I mean, I'm not going to give you anything, but it was close. It was close enough to where I would be like, that's a valuable prediction. That wasn't wasn't off the wall, crazy, stupid. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that they have been eliminated from the playoffs officially. That that was a shock to me. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't uh, see that until right now. 
Looks like uh, right now, as of right now, Pittsburgh's sitting on the outside looking in, kind of hoping it stays that way. Uh, We know, again, with our luck, that Pittsburgh will both be in and the Preds will be in. So, um, yeah, (laughs) we'll see. But the the Panthers and Islanders are sitting right there. So. Ah. Um, All right. The uh, Bruins are the fourth team ever in NHL history to reach the 60 win mark. Joining the 1819 Tampa Bay Lightning at with 62 wins, the 95-96 Red Wings at 62, and the 76-77 Montreal Canadiens with 60. Um, have I don't a know chance how many games to beat it. Le- they have they have five games left. Yeah, they have a chance so, to. Yeah, I mean, at least tie. I wouldn't uh, be surprised with, if they hit 65. That yeah, I mean that would be would be crazy. So 63 is the number, right? If they hit 63, they have the best season of all time. That is, uh, yeah. That's impressive. I mean, we've we've watched them play this year, and they have been just as good as um, as we, you know, thought that they weren't going to be. You know, with the new coach and kind of the same same core coming back and haven't performed well in the past couple of playoffs. Uh, it's I mean, it's good to see those superstars playing well. Uh, you you hope for a good good playoffs. Uh, it's one of those leagues where. They could play this hard all season, and they go go down in the first series. So, uh, I'll be interested yeah. to see. I don't expect it, but uh, but hey, this is this is hockey. And hey, if they do go down in the first series, yeah. obviously we'll need to replay the series just to make sure, just to make sure <laughs> that everything uh, was above board. I love it. That that meme will never die. Um, all right, let's head into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The final four winners, uh, at least that's what the, the the court said. So, you know, it's official. Um, San Diego well, State and UConn. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew it. Yeah, you yeah, were gotcha, saying it. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Um, but then UConn won, a national champion, won the national championship. Um, I think I got real uh, upset at one of the final four games because Hulu was having some issues and I missed San Diego State's winning bucket. Literally, mm. as he went up for the jumper, it blacked out and then it mm. came back with them giving an interview. And oh, I'm like, are man. you fucking kidding me? So it sounds like uh, sounds yeah, like did, you got, got a little you behind. Any- sounds like you got a little behind on it and then it cut when the new show yeah. came on. Well, I got on Twitter, Hulu, because there were so many people on Hulu, Hulu was having mm. issues, so for the next game, I switched to uh, my my DirecTV, uh, live TV, whatever it is, uh, mm. on DirecTV gotcha, streaming gotcha. service, uh, and I didn't have any gotcha. issues. Uh, did you have any money on uh, any of the Final Four games, or the Natty? Uh, not a, no, not a lot. Um, I think I had a little on the first half over, which I lost. I didn't, yeah. you know, I just didn't know which way it was going to go. Yeah. I mean, I, my, my gut such a intuition was tournament. I just, yeah, my gut intuition was to sm- absolutely smash, put, you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks on UConn, their spread. And I should have, but I just like, I was like, I don't know, man, this you is a said, weird honestly, tournament. This tournament. had been so weird. Yeah. I stayed away from betting on the final four of the championships because I wanted to be able to enjoy it without having any money on the line, and I'm glad I did because I did just get to enjoy a good some good games and not have yeah. to worry about you know rooting for somebody. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, UConn was I think was the only team in what the Elite Eight that had won a championship before, and that they experience uh, you know showed itself. They kind of cruised to that to the uh, to their championship win, and mm-hmm. you know, but San Diego State, man, that that's huge for a school like that. Just getting that. Um, this this, in my opinion, was one of the best tournaments I've seen in a long time. Well, since like two thousand and I think since since two thousand six, two thousand and seven, somewhere around there. Maybe it's like later, like two thousand and twelve. They've been the most successful California college basketball team, which is surprising. You know, with in a, in a, in a with UCLA there, yeah, UCLA there, but UCLA has been an underperforming basketball team for a good while. We're getting the we're yeah. getting a UCLA team that's kind of stepped up to the plate. Uh, but yeah, I mean they've they've seen a lot of success. Uh, I think I mean this is one of those things where hey, you, you made it to the national championship and you, and you lost, but 
as a San Diego State school, you didn't lose, right? You won. You won yeah. making it all the way to that big stage. Same with Florida Atlantic. Hey, you had you had a heartbreaking loss in the Final Four. Who cares? You guys are going to hang that You've Final Four final banner. Four. You're going to hang that Final Four because because at a certain point down the road, yeah, it hurts right now, but what do they talk about at the beginning of the season? Well, this team, Florida Atlantic, has been to the Final Four before. This is a team that's been there before. You know, so uh, a very success. I mean, Miami, maybe not as a success, but I mean, a Final Four is always a success. But, uh, you know, that's just a bigger school that has seen larger successes. So I, I think yeah. it's great for all four teams. I think the team that uh, was the best of the four definitely won it. So... No, no, no complaints here. You know, it wasn't uh, wasn't Duke, it wasn't Kentucky, it wasn't Kansas, uh, it wasn't UNC, wasn't Tennessee. Uh, you know, so uh, I mean, more. I was just saying more folks that have won it before, or, not, yeah. or have won it more recently. Uh, I remember Kimball Walker's run at UConn, uh, where they went from the play-in game all the way there. Uh, amazing to watch. This one, not as fun to me, but much more more dominant. Uh, oh yeah. Team. Um. The Angel Reese Caitlin Clark uh, quote unquote controversy, not controversy. Uh, for those of you who are not in the know, uh, the uh, women's uh, the NCAA Women's National Championship, which was a thriller, uh, LSU uh, won the national championship, uh, and Caitlin Clark, who had without a doubt one of the best college basketball performances, men or women, uh, in a tournament, just absolutely killed it. Uh, averaged more points than some teams did. Uh, you know, just I—I I mean, just insane. she's nasty, man. She's nasty. Yeah, um, Iowa. I, and, I, I didn't watch it, but from what I heard, Iowa got done a little dirty, uh, call wise. Yeah, and, 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 and that was a big, big game. I mean, because because women's college basketball is more top heavy than almost any other sport. You know, it's yeah. six guys going into the tournament that are going to slug it out for a chance to win it. Uh, so to see. You know, uh, uh, not a blue blood school like Iowa make it that far, and I mean LSU was a good basketball team. Let's not let's not pretend like yeah. they 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 already had wins was their first their, champ- national championship ever though. Was their first national championship ever? Their first their their two their two losses were to the the Lady Vols. You know, a pretty heavyweight in the college basketball world. Yeah, and and the South Carolina Gamecocks who were. Probably the best. They were not probably. Yeah. They were the best team in the nation Maybe, yeah. all season. That's absolutely insane. Uh, yeah. Until you know, until they they weren't. Uh, and, and you know, I, I what I heard was that there were first and second round women's tournament games that were getting higher ratings than like first NBA playoff games and stuff. That's good. That's yeah. good for the sport. You know, I mean. Uh, we we've talked they about said what that the final they they released the stats the women's final averaged more viewers than any Stanley Cup final game since like 1977 that's crazy yeah and which is just absolutely insane i mean people tuned in from i think it said that it it uh it ranked more it ranked higher than any mls cup game in history i that mean it just sense. That's good. Yeah, but they, that's, they just give a li- awesome. That's awesome for yeah. the sport, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, it was good basketball. It was great to watch. It was fun basketball to watch. Um, but the Angel Reese Caitlin Clark quote unquote uh, controversy is not quotes because it wasn't controversy. It was a big, big load of nothing. Um, anyway, Caitlin Clark earlier in I guess I guess it was in South Carolina. Someone she did the you know John Cena you can't see me and like yeah. pointed her to the ring. Yeah, because she's a competitor. It's good for the sport. It you know getting. Getting that that blood uh, going that and that's great for sports. And then Angel Reese did it. Um, some people are saying she did it a little bit too much. I don't. It's provocative. Care, I loved it. It's yeah, provocative. It gets, it gets people going, dude. You know. What and I'm of saying? course, no one had. And you know, if no one had. No one had any problem with Caitlin Clark doing it. Angel Reese does it, and they throw a conniption fit. And then they finally interview Caitlin Clark. And she's like, no, I, I think it's she's great. Like, what? Like, they're competitors. It's what and you I do. Think, didn't she say something along the lines of like, I probably took it too far a couple times. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, this is that, it's like it's not a thing. This is a national like if you these people weren't competitive, I guarantee you they wouldn't be in the limelight for you to see them doing this because they wouldn't be yeah. there. You know, like that's why yeah. they're there. 
is because they're that like Randy Moss. Yeah. Like we, we sit here and we make, I mean, any joke, any joke, how are you going to pay for that? Straight cash, homie. I mean, that was Randy <laughs> Moss being a straight up diva. And we loved it because he's a competitor. Yeah. We want to see competitors compete. They're not hurting anybody. Okay. It's, it's, it's different than, you know, Kyrie telling people not to get a vaccine. Let's just be real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's be real with yeah. it. You know? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, uh, congrats to LSU um, for, uh, for getting that, getting yeah. that dub. Yeah. Um, and speaking of competitor, and this is way off topic, not even on the dock. I saw a video of Mike Tyson on like a morning show or something. And he said that his aim is so good. He can like hit a bullseye blindfolded. And so they tested him. They're like, all right, let's do it. And so they took him over to like a dartboard, blindfolded him. His, he had three shots. The first shot, like hit the 14, you know, on the board. First off, they were like, well, you even on hit the, the board. board blindfolded. That's dope. Two bullseyes in a row after that blindfolded. Mike, Mike Tyson? Dude, that's why we have him Dude, on the show. My boy, like he can, like, honestly, like he can do anything, I feel like. Do, like do if Mike Tyson said, I could, I could go out and win NASCAR, I'd be like, yeah, he probably can. I'd be like, dude, where's <laughs> his sponsor? What's his sponsor? You know? Yeah. You remember, I mean, Mike Tyson is literally bit a man's ear off and we talk with him about, like, talk about him with such reverence. Like he <laughs> yeah. is the only person on earth that can bite another human's ear off. Like literally a chunk. Yeah. And we're just like, dude is an awesome guy. Remember that time he was on a plane and that guy saw him and he was jazzed to see him. He was like, Mike Tyson, man, it's super good to see you. And Mike was super generous at first. Like, oh, thank you. Always. Well, the guy kept like, oh, well, he was like, God, oh, thank you. Believe, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I'm on a plane with Mike Tyson. <laughs> he ke- keeps like leaning up and patting him. And finally, Mike Tyson just gets out and just beats the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and no repercussions because the dude was being annoying like bro like don't mess with that's the heavyweight champ of the world dude. Yeah. like don't even don't even put yourself in a situation in which mike tyson may go upside your head dude we do yeah questions from the internet about mike tyson fighting a gorilla you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. like a normal yeah. <laughs> and that's like every day like that's not me i didn't come up with that like somebody else came up with it so yeah. like what are you doing guy that's hey, that's dope. Gotta love that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. But yeah. So, and uh, Nashville Soccer Club beats Orlando two zero. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, three the two and is, one I, right now. Okay. Uh, is our. Um, I know. Is, after I know, in the beginning of the season, after they beat New York, they had the fourth best odds of winning the championship. I'm not sure how, if those have fallen or if those kind of stayed the uh, same. Not. Not um, sure about the odds, but I can tell you the standings, if you will. Three seconds. We gotta get to a game now that we kind of finishing up fantasy sports and yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, let's see where is Nashville SC is sitting at one, two, one, two, three, four, fifth in the in the East yeah, right now. Fifth in the East. Hey, they, it's super early. We got till yeah, we got till August, yeah. late August, early September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> let's got time uh, let's to write the yeah yeah let's uh <laughs> let's move to our main topic of the day uh i was looking for a drop we don't have a drop for main topic of the day uh we got our playoff look ahead for the nhl uh we went over kind of the teams that have clinched a spot we've gone over the uh, t- uh teams that are kind of in. so obviously we've done our you know pickums as far as who we think is going to win um do you still agree with that who do you think Obviously, Boston's an easy choice, but who do you think is yeah. coming in hot to the playoffs outside of Boston? Yeah, the Rangers for sure. Uh, just liked a lot I of their agree. moves that they were that they were uh, that they had done. Uh, but Edmonton, believe it or not, Edmonton is a team that I feel has come on very strong down the they've, stretch. They've won five in uh, a row. That is a team that if they can get it going. It's a hard to stop team because, yeah, we can drop five goals on you. But if the other team can drop seven, it doesn't matter. Right. So uh, and the other team, you know, Oilers have two players that can both drop seven apiece and it not be even a crazy night. So Oilers are one that if they can get over their mental hump, which is what I think a lot of that is. Uh, I think that they'll do well. Uh, got a guy like Matthias Ekholm who's never won a Stanley Cup, but he's been there for a run. Uh, and on a much less talented team. Yeah. I think that was a great addition by them. 
But I don't want to. I don't want to discount the Kings, who gave the Oilers everything they could have last year in a series, uh, in which they were worse than they are this year. In my opinion, uh, I think that Edmonton is a better team than they were last year. But I, but excuse me, but I think that LA is a better team than they were last year as well. Yeah, Min- Minnesota like and Dallas. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you you were just going to speak. Um, I like, yeah, I, I like LA a lot, uh, but Edmonton, you know, I think that so much about the NHL is momentum. And Edmonton is coming in only losing one of their last 11 games, and that was to the Golden Knights, and I'm pretty sure that was an overtime loss. I mean, they have just been running through these teams. Now, obviously, it's the West, so... Take that as some of those games have been against the Sharks, the Coyotes, the Ducks. Well, and but is it of the last eleven games? The West is more competitive, and therefore it seems like they're not as have on may, the high yes, echelon. Well, I think well, you yeah. know, um, I yeah, but at the same time, of those eleven games, more of them were you, you had uh, two against the Kings, uh, the Kraken, the Stars. Uh, uh, I mean, two against the Golden Knights. I mean that. That that those those are teams those are competitive teams I mean that are pushing them to their limits so yeah they're winning and that's what you do you win games that you're supposed to win that's what champions do I mean the last loss before that was against the Maple Leafs I mean this is a team that if they like you said if they can get over their mental hump if they can go in there and play their game and give Drysdale and McDavid the puck there you can they could win I think they could sweep uh, uh, the first round. Yeah. Easily. Oh, absolutely. I think that this is one of those things that's either going to go seven games and it's going to go either team's way, or I think Edmonton's going to come out here and be the better hockey team. Uh, which team we're going to yeah. get, you know, we'll kind of have to wait and see that. But just even after this talk, and I know it's not very, uh, not a whole lot, but like I'm even almost willing to go out and look for their odds to be the Western Conference champion. I definitely think they could be a Western conference champion and playing in the Stanley cup to go through any of those teams in the East would be difficult to say the least though. Uh, that yeah. the higher echelon of the, of the East at very least, you know, I was kind of playing devil's advocate. Oh, is there, is it more fair, more balanced over there? So it looks where I don't think that I think that the upper echelon of the East right now, the Boston, the, the hurricanes, even the yeah. devils to an extent, um, are just uh, are just overall good hockey teams that yeah. that could they're that a could give above any of them a anything chance. in the West, in my opinion. And and you know it's it all comes down to we'll see. You know you never know yeah. with a, with the hockey hot at the right time. for sure. But um, I <laughs> poor Toronto. I mean they they pulled up into the second seed spot, but they're gonna have to play Tampa. I mean that's <laughs> I think that that's. Um, that sucks for them. That's, that <laughs> yeah. sucks for them because as as not low as I am on Toronto, and I'm not, you know, I, I wasn't coming into this thinking, oh, they're definitely losing another first round series. But I think that playing Tampa is a guarantee. Like you're going to lose that series. I think that they have the. Yeah, experience. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, the- I wouldn't be surprised if we're in a couple weeks and Toronto got swept by Tampa. I would be, I would not, I would be surprised, a bit surprised that they got swept, but not as surprised as I would be if, if Toronto comes out on the yeah. other side, you know what I'm saying? Like I would be less surprised they got swept by Tampa than I would be if they beat Tampa in the series. Uh, yeah. But hey, this is where superstars make their money though, right? I mean, Austin Matthews, all it takes is one run, one cup. One cup, and people will talk about it forever. Look at Alex Ovechkin. Everybody's yeah. off his case. Nobody talks about Washington missing the playoffs this year or something. doesn't matter. He won a Stanley Cup. His name is yeah. etched on it. So all it takes is one. Yeah. McDay, we got we got two superstars yeah. here that have a, chan- a real chance to change a lot of perceptions about them. Uh, let's yeah. see if they can do it in McDavid and uh, yeah. Matthews, man. And now for the last time you'll hear this drop until next season, let's move into the final edition of Games of the Week. Games of the Week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. The work is done. We are crowning a new champ this season. 
and he gets to hold a uh, baby Stan for the first time. Uh, Brandon Bond is the winner of this year's games of the week. Uh, final record. Uh, I had 62 and 49. He went 66, 43 and one an absolute amazing season by him and a great comeback in the final stretch. Um, he also won the betting. Uh, I finished off at with $110 in. I finished off at $119.33. He finished off at $121.56. So a very, very close matchup for both the win losses and the betting. Uh, Brandon, I mean, absolutely amazing. I mean, honestly, congrats to us both. But Thanks. You, bud. Thank you, sir. I, yeah, thank you, man. Uh, you really came, came out and, and stomped me last year. And so... All off season, I've been training. I've been picking things. I've been okay, this and this. Okay, <laughs> this and this. Picking this. And this. So I mean, it was you know, it. I got, I got to give it to you know my my training team and uh, you know my family, my friends, my wife for you know just just encouraging me when I'm up at eleven o'clock at night screaming at the Arizona Arizona Coyotes for scoring a late goal. Like, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> doing that. Uh, but no. But in all seriousness. Glad to have, you know, baby Stan going to have to get, give you, send you the pictures of me celebrating with baby Stan, you know, just like you said, have a couple of little bites of cereal, uh, eating cereal. Yeah, like out one of Captain Crunch in places. there. Uh, yeah, man. And, and let's be real. You, you had a, you had a fantastic season. And honestly, if it wasn't for the, for the momentum that I gained and you slid a little bit, uh, we called this three weeks ago. You were the winner. Easy money. So uh, good, good season, buddy. We will we'll come back at it next year and uh, and see see if you can take baby Stan and keep him with you. You'll never yes. leave oh, me, yeah. baby Stan. <laughs> uh, let's move into joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't wild i think that i think the first read was a good one now now i'm overthinking it. outlandish each sixth chick sat on a stick a little tongue twister and downright dumb You're kidding me. it's time for the joke of the week this one is a big old oof um <clears throat> the royal mail which for those of you that don't know is a private company over in the uk that deals with all of their mail service um they apologize for misjudging an April Fool's joke where they promised to pay to give their staff pay raises. Now, a little bit of context, they are currently in the middle of a fight with the Communication Workers Union uh, for higher wages. There is currently a there. There might be a, before this was happening, there was <coughs> mentions of a strike possibly happening for April Fool's. They they put notices and posters on all the office at all the offices that were. Um, uh, informing staff they would receive an 11% pay rise backdated to April of 2022 after an agreement was reached with the communication workers union. Um, yeah, they, uh, the posters they, were removed after a spokesperson said that uh, the joke was misjudged. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just absolutely insane. This they is also, the, the poster also said the week. Royal, Ma they, they also said that they would employ 10,000 new, quote unquote telegram boys and introduce a brand new fleet of diesel vans and bicycles to replace electric vans. Um which is just like wow oh, it's that was just... the, this is the sick joke of the week, dude. Like what okay, first yeah. of all, but from what I read about this previous to you putting it on here, I haven't read this full article. But from what I heard, there's you know some precedent in something like that being taken to court and used like as an actuality. Like, uh, yeah, you said you were going to give this. You posted it. There is no jokes and, you know, there is no. Is yeah. Late, April, April Fool's is not like a, a <laughs> it's not a, 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 an accepted holiday. Like, oh, well, I see here <laughs> off. I see here, officer, that there's no way you could have arrested this man for for possession of methamphetamine. It was April Fool's. And he said April Fool's to you on yeah. camera so sir we're gonna have to drop this case like no like that is that it's just it's, it's it was always bad but the fact that you're going through arbitration at very least but a, a, a labor strike at at worst what yeah. are you 
do? <laughs> like, like this is doing? this affects families. Like, imagine coming in and seeing that and being like, "Hey, this is going to eleven percent is a big amount for these people." That's well, a good that's news, a hefty Bobby. raise. Good news, Bobby. Nothing will happen. Okay, <laughs> nothing's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. to these people. It's gonna be fine. Uh, they're gonna come up with some sort of law that says. Uh, people that work for a private company and carry mail have to work or they get, you know, strung up in the gallows or something. So, I mean, they'll be, don't worry, Bob. Mail's getting delivered again by Royal Mail very soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, they interviewed some, uh, some members of the Labor Party there that, because I think it was in like 2013 when the Royal Mail became private, fully privatized. And they all said, like they said, this will happen. Because the whole point was they are oh, like, yes. oh, we can't have any more. We got to get rid of government regulation. They're like, OK, well, you realize that this is it's going to be this strikes. Like, no, no. The, the free market won't allow strikes to happen. And, and it's like that's that's actually not how the free market works. In fact. Right. I mean, that's, that's like that's actually the opposite. Yeah, I think you heard just <laughs> calling everything that you don't like communism doesn't make it so. Like I saw a girl that was like uh, she posted a tweet said I went into Burger King the other morning for a, a Diet Coke. And there wasn't barely anybody working. This is the world under under communism. Well, number one, <laughs> I, first of all, ma'am, I haven't gotten past the fact that who just does a quick swing by BK to snatch up a, D, a Diet Coke? That's my that's <laughs> yeah. question number one. Before we even get to the stupidity of everything that you've said post this. What? <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just a quick Diet Coke run by Burger King. But also, what you're saying is you were too lazy to just walk inside and pour your own Diet Coke. Like you, it was going slow yeah. <laughs> because you went through the drive-thru and you didn't get off your ass to go inside. Uh, but then my second question would be, it's li- that's literally capitalism. That <laughs> is capitalism. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's that Burger King's not supposed to be open. Because people don't go there except for you for your for your Diet Coke, but I doubt that you're you're, you're you know two dollars and twenty nine cents. What I have to imagine is daily, right? You don't just every once in a while swing by for yeah. a treat Diet Coke at BK. She stops at <laughs> BK every day. And yeah, it's like her Starbucks. Sorry, I was late, and you're rocking in with your BK. <laughs> You know she's but walking around that Diet Coke cup making fun of millennials like, oh, That's these millennials with their avocado toast and their overpriced exactly. frappuccinos. Exactly. Can't, oh, these are the over, uh, you know, the avocado toast can't get, can't, being lazy, can't get to a BK to work for $10 an hour. Like, it's 8.30 in the morning, ma'am. You came here for a Diet Coke. You took the drive through <laughs> like just buy a diet coke pour it on pour it go in to your a gas station your home yeah go get yeah. you one of them big refillable cups at like a 7-eleven or something like make friends with that guy daily but just yeah. that's the real joke uh, of the week just a quick oh just oh man you gotta run to bk just need a, D, a diet coke <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> uh, all right it's the beginning of the month so we got some what are you binging um I started watching this new show that I, I watched on YouTube a couple of times, immediately got hooked on it uh, called QI. It's a British panel show. I love me some British panel shows. Um, th- it's pretty much a bunch of comedians come on and they ask them, you know, like trivia questions. Well, so, like, they're, they're br- actually kind of hard trivia question. They're British comedians, though, right, Bob? Uh, sometimes they also have American comedians on their okay. sometimes. So they have but real the comedians. Part, yeah, they, have like, they have real comedians ah. and they have British comedians, you know? <laughs> <laughs> where like 98% of their jokes are just like things you don't understand and how bad their teeth are. That's their, their humor, right? Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, that's cool. It's always good for you to find but, um, uh, yeah. some new, some new, yeah. some new European. But, yeah, but it's humor. pretty cool. It has, uh, it has kind of annoyed my wife cause I'm, it, it is both very funny, but also very informative. So I've been learning a lot of like very useless information and that I then have to tell somebody. So obviously sure. I tell my wife and sure. she's like, all right, this has got to stop. Like, I, I don't know how many more useless facts about stuff that I could just, you know, that you can just keep telling me. And I'm yeah. like, well, get ready. Cause I'm going to find out more all the time. Uh, I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I'm going to put it in my, you know, I'm going to put it in the old file. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, uh, it's really been, sorry. It's really been a twofold for me. Uh, 
really got into a huge Big Brother kick. Uh, so it could be easily be Big Brother finished season 10 or Big Brother 10, just finished Big Brother 2, just finished Big Brother 3, three third through Big Brother 4. But I have been watching a bunch of old seasons of Survivor that are on Hulu. It's just like just the ones that are on there and I'm just not doing anything and put it on the background. I've found that to be a show that I can run through so much quicker. Obviously the difference in episodes, um, the survivor season is like 15 episodes and big brothers like 33. So it's like a big difference, like in time gap, but I don't know, man, I just been, you know me, bro. When I get into something, it's like, bro, I will be, this will be my entire personality for like three months. And then you may never hear me say I watch uh, yeah. an old Survivor again. I mean, you know, it's just who I am. So, so yeah. right now it is apparently uh, reality game shows from CBS. So nice. Uh, one of the game, one of the game shows I watch is called Game Changer, and they do like they change up the premise every week. But one of the things they did a while ago was they had a thirty-minute Survivor where they spoofed Survivor and they brought them in, and they the contestants didn't know what they were coming into, and then they're like, "You're on." You're you're pretty much on an episode of Survivor. Obviously, you're not out in the wild. You're you're in a you know you're in a, yeah. in a recording. And it's a quick room. run. I've yeah, and they're like, that. all right. So, well, right off the bat, you know, they kind of said they're like, all right, guys. So this is what we're doing. We're gonna take five. Go hit the go hit the craft service table, and then we're gonna start recording. The one person who loves Survivor is like, oh, it's begun now. This is yeah. what it's begun. <laughs> exactly. He immediately He's goes like, to okay. he runs over to craft services and he literally starts throwing food off the table and finds a token. Yeah. <laughs> underneath like jello. And like right. he hides it in his pants and he's like, and then he puts all the food back and then he goes to like the, the outside room where they have like the little confessional. He's like, I didn't come to fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch yeah. that because I've been wanting to put together my own like little like game of big yeah. brother or survivor like yeah. that, but it's I'll, just played I'll, in yeah. a day and it's like, Oh, it revolves yeah. around well, drinking. Like all of the events are so just getting drunk. I'll see if I can find, cause that came out a while ago. So that, that one episode did so well, they are now doing a four parter of that where they bring in I more comedians to do it. That. I think I heard. And about now that. it's, on, it, it's behind a paywall for dropout. Uh, but I think the old one might be on YouTube by now. If not, next time I'm there, I'll pull up my log and give you my login and you can check it out. Yeah. And the great thing is, <laughs> the great thing about, it, yeah. Well, no, shout out to Dropout. They, when Netflix came out and said, like, oh, we don't want people sharing their thing, the CEO of Dropout came out and said, we fully support people sharing their codes. In fact, give your code to as many people, give your login information to as many people as you want. Only for dropout, he, he, but it's like, don't give your login information for other things. I don't want this to be taken out of context, <laughs> but give your login give information me, to, 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 our, to our streaming service. And after that, they even then reduced the price of, of, of the hmm. subscription. They're like, they were like, yeah, I mean, like, this is, we want, like, they're like, I don't think people realize this, but like, the more, when we lower our price, more people buy it. Like, right. they, so they're like, yeah. And so, yeah, it's a really dope thing uh, that they su completely support, you know, the opposite of Netflix. Hmm. But yeah, it's really fucking dope. Um, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. So as I said earlier, I went to the movies last night. Uh, and one of the things, you know, every, you know, everyone always says, you know, movie theaters are cold inside the theater, but the movie theater in Murfreesboro, the new Stones River nine outside the theater, like in the lobby is a sauna. It is absolutely one of the hottest places on earth. I feel like I'm sitting That's there hot. waiting for Meg to get her popcorn and I am sweating balls. I see other people there just like drenched in sweat waiting. It felt honestly felt like 90 degrees. And then you go into the, uh, theater and it's like felt like 50 degrees and it's just i'm like this is it makes it uncomfortable gives you like pneumonia so <laughs> like this yeah. is like uh, extreme temperature changes i feel you on that i had one and i changed it and and then i thought about it and i was like i probably did the one i changed it to last year so i'm gonna do both of mine uh, i to play off of yours just the general temperature inconsistency that we've been having for the past few weeks I mean, it's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. I'm turning on and off and on and off and on and off my heat, my air, my heat, my yeah. air. 
I mean, look, man, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a broke ass guy. Like I don't want to be turning my heat on and off all day, but I'm not going <laughs> to sit around sweating or be cold. Like pick a lane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then my other one, and I'm, all, I'm all, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm almost positive that I did it last year, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, NCAA championship basketball game, eight twenty. 920 yeah. on the East Coast. That was what weird. Is this, dude. What is this joke? It's a Monday. There's nothing going on. Like eat like even on the on the on the West Coast, it was like a 620 game. You know, like if it was yeah. at 720 Central, sure. That means you get, you know, 620 at uh in Mountain and 520 in Pacific and then 820 is itself is not like the latest and a lot of Eastern time zone things happen like that. But dude, 820 central time. That is, it was just yeah. ridiculous. dude. That was just dumb. Ridiculous. I was like, I'm going to just start my stream after the game. I didn't start my stream until almost like 11 PM. I know I like, was asleep. You texted me and telling me you're on. And I was like, bro, I was asleep, dude. Like I'm a, I'm an yeah. old man. And now like I was, I was laid in bed for 20 minutes before the game came on. And I pulled my tablet up to watch. <laughs> like I wasn't even like yeah. on the couch anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, at first I was like, I see, I, I assumed you'd be like at a watch party. I was like, nah, dude, it's this late. He's probably on a Monday. It's a work night. Yeah, yeah. It ain't a college football, you know, event or anything, but even to the point where yeah. college football games being the championship being on Monday, like I don't really do anything for that either. You know, like I used to do watch parties and stuff when i was young when i had you know yeah a desire to see other people like mostly now i just hate everyone <laughs> like i don't want to see anybody yeah. <laughs> much less like see somebody past like 4 35 on a on a weekday you know <laughs> yeah. like walking walking across the street to stephanie's uncles and drinking with him and her her dad is about as far as i'm willing to go on a weeknight you know <laughs> i mean that's yeah. already so yeah I will say that uh, at that wine festival, my brother-in-law was like, hey, man, we should do a boys weekend with like a bunch of your buddies, my buddies down in New Orleans. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. I'm, yeah, I, I'm hurting. Already. I'm still hurting, but yeah, let's do it, I guess. I'm down. Uh, but all right, guys, thanks for hanging out. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.